So Ruby is jetting it back home. What are what are you two up to then? Uh, after that, I just kind of shrug my shoulders and finish my sandwich. It's still in the AM, right? Yeah, Myra, you actually your your training session with Frank is in like twenty minutes. Yeah, so I'm just gonna chill for a bit, maybe take a nap. Yeah, there's actually there's uh some cots over uh in the in the sub in the sub floor beneath you. Yeah, that's what I do. Oh, not sleeping pods, lame. Yes, I will go and nap on a cot before my training. Okay. And Yardex, so uh, you're finishing your fish and chips, you monster. Yeah, well. Do you have any plans for the day, then? Okay, uh, as Myra walks away, I finish my sandwich, and I'm going to mosey about Union, kind of poke about, see if I can't notice any other changes that they might have sprung on us, and then uh, meet up with Ruth for a little bit more sleuthing. All right. Make an investigation check. Oh, I mean, that's uh, still not great. Uh, 12. (laughs) Great modifier. Terrible roll. (laughs) Ruth texts you back, actually, and she says, Myra mentioned RCI storage to me last night, and that, I don't know why, that that made me think of some things. I've uh, reached out to a friend of mine there. I don't know why, but his name and that company rang a bell for me. Wait, who texted that to who? Myra mentioned RCI to Ruth last night. Remember, because I I was talking about uh, my brother and where he works, so... Ooh, so we got some connections between RCI and Tristan. Gotta dig into that one. Do you uh, have any idea of where we might need to start with that? No, I have no idea. I'm just I texted a texted a buddy of mine. I'm waiting for him to get back to me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. To see it, to see if there even is a connection. But just like I said, it, it rang a bell and I couldn't stop thinking about it. Oh well, uh, you did the right thing, Ruth. Thanks for looking into that for me. Let me know uh, what your friend says. Will do. All right, Ruby, you have mm-hmm. broken a few traffic laws, I imagine, getting home. As long as nobody sees. Uh, actually, make a vehicle check for me, then. Oh, no. I know I did took something in vehicle. Let me... Uh, 17? All right, you make it safely back to your apartment. Yay! Despite the numerous traffic laws you broke. In fact, you even went by a police officer at one point, and he looked up... Just kind of shrugged his shoulders and looked back down at his coffee and his newspaper. Nice. And you pull into the street parking. Okay. So I get into the apartment as fast as possible. Bethany, Bethany, are are you okay? Yeah, when you walk when you walk a little bit into the building, you can see that Bethany has like her computer all taken apart like across the kitchen table. What happened? I don't know. I was I was uh, working with some some of the effects, and I was running a bunch of you know the the rendering, and then all of a sudden I I smelled smoke, and you know I thought oh you know I got toast going, and I went out to the kitchen, and there was no toast, and then I went back into the room, and it was on fire. <sighs> well, thank God you're okay. Yeah, but what? And she holds up her hard drive, which is a little charred. Okay. Um. Well, I'm assuming we backed up our stuff on multiple locations after the lost day. But, but Ruby, when's the last time we did a backup? You know, I'm... I'm and I'm going to need you to make a technology check. Oh, God. Oh, thank God. Always have a backup! I took a lot in technology, so we're going to be fine, because I rolled a 19. Oh, good. I hope. Um, You seem very confident that you'll be fine, though. 26. I have a 26. All right. Luckily, Ruby, you just did a backup last night. <laughs> I did a backup. I actually did a backup last night. When you got home from the bar? Before I went out. Oh, okay. But what about all the footage that's on this one? We might have lost some of the work you did today, but I think we should be okay. 
Back, I backed up all the footage in multiple places, just in case. Go check the hard drive, then. Okay, I go and check my hard drive. Uh, and when you check it, you can see that all of the scenes are there, except for one, for some reason. Um, I don't know why, but one scene is missing. Yeah, the only one that's missing is the one that you left Bethany in charge of uh, directing. Damn it, Bethany. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I can't find it anywhere. Oh, man, I might not have backed that up to your drive because I was the one who shot it on my card. Okay. I mean, this sucks, but it's, at least it's only one scene. But I think we might be able to recover it. I'm just gonna... I, if I take the drive apart, we might be able to get it working. Okay. Uh, so... How unethical would it be for me to call up Frank and be like, do you have any advice? Use my union contacts. Are you asking that to Bethany? No, I'm asking that to you guys. I mean, I would. Use your resources. Yeah. You're gonna call. You're gonna call up the union tech guy to try to save your hard drive. You know what? Yes, I am. I just wanted to make sure I understood. I'm going to text Frank and say, "Hey, everything's fine physically, but do you have any advice for recovering something from a hard drive that caught on fire?" And he texts back. I mean, I have stuff for getting info from hard drives that have been smashed to pieces. Is there any way I could get some help with that, or are you already taken off? And he texts back, I'll be heading out later this evening. If you can get it to me soon, I can start running the program, but it's gotta be, like, ASAP. Okay, I'm gonna say, Bethany, give me the hard drive. I think I know someone at Union that can help us. Are, are you serious? Yeah, I'm actually really good friends with the tech guy. Okay, and she just hands you the drive. She says, go, go, do whatever you gotta do. And I drive very fast back to Union. I would have invited Bethany, but I don't know how well they uh, take to me just bringing my roommate to the secret base. And I drive, you know, again, as fast as I can. Uh, make another vehicle check for me. Oh, good. I rolled higher than I did last time, so I think we're good. I rolled a 19. Okay, you, may, you make it there just fine. And I run to the engineering area. And Frank opens the door and he says, I saw you coming on the CC cameras. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I was going a little fast. He, he checks his watch and he goes, all right, if we get it rolling right now, it should be done before I have to leave. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Frank. He sets it up on, like, for lack of a better word, this giant, like, 3D scanner. Okay. The scanner kind of, like, does, like, a 360 degree around it. Lasers coming off of it, pointing at all the hard drive. And then these little arms start reaching out and, like, shifting things, more lasers... And Frank looks at you and goes, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna take a couple hours, though. Okay, I, I can stick around here, if that's what you need me to do. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Make another technology check, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. So, by the time you got back to base and started it, it was, like, noon. Mm-hmm. And now, it's about almost six hours later. Okay, Bef while this was happening, I texted Bethany and let her know what was going on. And she was super thankful. She's like, fingers crossed. Yeah. And also, when I came, I brought my hard drive, too, with me. Okay, smart move. Yeah. It's almost six o'clock. Sun's gone down, so it's, you know, getting colder out. Mm-hmm. Frank looks at you and goes, Alright, it looks like, from what I can tell, it's pretty, it's pretty damaged. But I should be able to turn it on long enough to get some files off of it. Do you remember the name of the files? Or, like, what directory it would be under? Tell him it's all the files from this day and give him the date. Okay. He plugs the hard drive into, like, an external adapter, and you hear it start whirring up, and you can hear it kind of, like, making some funny sounds. And he, like, 
presses a few buttons on his computer and it whirs up really fast and he plugs your hard drive in and it transfers over and then all of a sudden you just hear the uh, old hard drive just start shorting out completely. Oh god. And he looks at the file and he says, all right, it's there. Oh, thank you so much, Frank. It's all good. I gotta catch my vulture craft, though. Okay. I am going to back that that file on my hard drive real quick, and the cloud, and everywhere, that I have access to. I will email it to myself everywhere. He says, really good call. I'm gonna run. And he points at you right before he goes out the door. He says, I want two tickets to the premiere. Uh, you will probably get a thank you credit, dude. Thank you so much. Good luck, Ruby. Thanks. So you get everything backed up and you get everything transferred, and what do you do from there? Okay, so now if it's six hours after noon, it's like six, right? It's like 6 p.m., yeah. Yeah. By the time you get everything situated. I text Bethany that we got it. I also email it to Bethany. I email it to both of us. I We will not lose this file again. I think we got it. We're good. All right, and then about the time you're walking out is when Myra's finishing her training for the day. Myra, how are you feeling? You've been pushing yourself all day in the horns, pretty much. Yeah, I'm exhausted, but I think I've improved significantly since I started, so... And you feel like you're a really good recruit now? Yes. YOLO. Confidence. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well then, Ruby, as you're walking out of the horns, Ruby is walking out of engineering into the main foyer. Oh, hey, Ruby. Hey, a lot has happened. Yeah, how, how's Bethany? How's stuff? What happened? Good now. Uh, there was a file that was apparently only on the hard drive that caught on fire, and Frank helped me recover it from the hard drive. Oh, that's good. So you have your whole movie? Yeah, well, I have all the scenes. That's not obviously not done yet. Yeah, no, but you didn't lose anything. I, uh, I almost had a heart attack today. That was very stressful. I can sympathize. Yeah. I, I've i saved it everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, it's always good to have multiple backups. I don't- that was the only- uh, the, apparently there was like one scene where you only had one copy of it. Yeah, I hope that you immediately made more copies. <laughs> yes. I've emailed it to, to multiple people. Maybe upload it to the cloud. Yeah, I did that too. <laughs> what do you guys do next? Good question. Ruby, what are we doing? I honestly really could use more alcohol now. Of course you could. (laughs) I'll accompany you. It's been a day. So I guess we're going to go back to that bar across the street. And I'm going to ask Bethany if I'm going to have a little celebration with Bethany when we get home. And I'm going to ask Bethany if she'd like to come with us to the bar. And she goes, oh yeah, I need a drink tonight. Yeah, thought so. And then, yeah, they've totally met before. Okay, I don't need to introduce anyone. No. And I'm also going to tell, text Yardak and Ruth and say, like, by the way, we're back at the bar if you want to join us. Well, look at that full circle, just the way we started. Yeah. Ruth texts and says, I can't make it tonight, but thank you. Okay. I hope to catch you soon. When you go into the bar, though, uh, Austin's not there this time, but Jack, the owner, is. I I assume I've met Jack before. Oh, yeah. Jack's there all the time. Hey, Jack. Hey, Ruby. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. How was Jack at making mocktails? Jack's okay. Okay. Is it just, like, just, like, meh, okay? Or Yeah, he's alright. He's no Austin. 
I'm going to whisper very quietly to Myra. I was like, maybe stick with soda or water tonight. If you don't want alcohol. Can I get a whiskey sour, please? Yeah, yeah, coming right up. Anything else? Uh, what do you guys want? I'm with them now at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, you've caught up. You know what, I'll just take uh, a soda. Dr. Pepper, if that's, if you have one. Yeah, yeah, we got Dr. Pepper. A the one true soda. I couldn't remember which p- product that was. I was going to say, are Coke products okay? Or like, I, I, It's weird because it's uh, a Coke product, but they car- carry it when they carry Pepsi. So anyway, so he gets a Dr. Pepper, you get a whis- another Whiskey Sour, uh, and Bethany orders a trash can. Robert. What is a trash can? Oh, a trash can is uh, six shots and a Red Bull. Well, Bethany's the one who's getting lit. Like... <laughs> Is Myra getting anything? Uh, orange juice. Okay. You know what? No scurvy for her. Myra's getting a virgin mimosa. Is and 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 Jack and Jack just looks at you and goes, "Orange juice." I wanted some vitamin C. Uh, and he pours all your stuff and brings it on out to you. So tonight's a bit more popping though. So like you know, there's a couple other bartenders uh, and a waitress. And those two guys from last night walk back in again. Okay, and I'm going to assume that I put all the hard drives back at my apartment before we went out. Yeah, yeah, I assume as much. That's that's your call. Yeah, I just... They went through enough today. So yeah, you guys are all drinking, and those two guys from last night walk back in. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I heard them say some stuff yesterday. I don't think you guys were paying attention. But they said... Shit, what did they say? They said that, um... What was he called? Hornet? Hornet, yeah. Um, they said that if Hornet isn't careful, he's gonna end up dead. I'm still not convinced Hornet is exists, so I don't... <sighs> but it sounds... scary. Yeah. This neighborhood's gotten a little a little rougher since I've moved in, apparently. Roll perception. Uh, who, me? All of you. Ooh, good roll. 23. 22. Uh, what? 18. Alright, you all kind of catch this and you hear them say, I think something's going down over on, over on 45th. I don't, I don't know. I heard a lot of commotion on the way here. I didn't, I didn't even want to stop. I say, I checked the, uh, checked the police scanner. Didn't seem to be anything going on there, though. Were they talking loud enough that they would expect us to hear them? Yeah, they weren't, like, really keeping quiet. Not on purpose. Okay, uh, what's going on that sounds dangerous? I don't know, it sounded like gunfire, but check with the police website, they didn't have anybody dispatched to that area. Should we... I, I don't think... I think Kevin and Lewis is the only one that's still there, but, like, should we maybe call people at Union and see if there's something we should go check on? No. If we're gonna start doing things on our own, why not start now? Okay. I mean, we have them as a safety net if we need, but let's show them that we don't need them. Bethany, I, I, have, I don't want to leave you to drink alone. <laughs> And Bethany's already down half of her drink, and she's like, no, go off, do the whole punching thing, sure. No, it's fine, it's not like this happens ever, or whatever. Poor Bethany, can we just make her, like, our Alfred or something? Um, I'm gonna say to the owner, hey, I think I need to run for a moment, can you just, uh, make sure she gets home all right? And Bethany goes, I don't need, uh, I don't need you to have people watch over me. I'm not a little kid. Just 
it's just been a day, and I don't want anything bad happening to you. All right, I'm no, I'm going to finish my drink and head home and go to bed. I think. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Hopefully, this is nothing. All right. So then, what? Then what do you guys do? Head out and try to find Hornet. Yeah. I mean, they didn't mention Hornet. Wait, isn't that what the guys were talking about? That was what they were talking about the night before. Tonight, they just said they heard a bunch of commotion. Oh, well, I mean, I assume that it's... Yeah, I assume that it's Hornet. Like, while I'm in my van, I'm gonna make the mask that I have. Keep my identity hidden. Alright. The thing is, my head automatically was like, it's 42nd Street! I was like, no, that's a musical, it's not what Archie said. Alright, yeah, 45th Street is just, like, uh, four blocks away. Okay, is it... Would it be faster for me to jump in my car or to, like, just start walking there? I mean, it's always going to be faster to drive overall, but... Unless you're me. Unless you're (laughs) Myra, yeah. Look, unless... I don't know if you've ever been uh, downtown in Austin. It's definitely faster to walk some places than try to get in through traffic. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of traffic uh, at this point. So I will jump in my car and start heading down there. All right, what about the others, (laughs) too? Are you all, I guess that's the real question. Are you all going together? I mean, I'm going to do it solo. That's the whole point of this. I mean, Myra can run down there and meet us. If... I think you'd be meeting her. Yeah. yeah. Myra, you run down, and when you get there, there's like a small fire in front of a building. Like, really small fire. Like, we're talking like, uh, it's not in a trash can, but it's like a trash can fire. Like, just kind of. Okay. So, I put it out, right? Okay, how do you do that? With With my... Running fast. Ooh, sucking out all the oxygen. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I think as a routine check, that's something that Myra could easily do. Yeah. So, yeah, you run around it really fast and just snuff out the, the flames. Mm-hmm. And when you look around, you can see, like, some big chunks of brick are just missing from the wall. Uh, and not only are they from the wall, but, like, you can see the part, the bricks and stuff on the ground as well. Okay. And then there's, like, a bunch of, like, bullet casings. Ooh. Um, but that's all you can see from where you're at right now. Okay, so can I, like, approach the building and, like, take yeah. a closer look? Sure. Okay, so I do that. He says that like a challenge. All right, I'm- like, yeah, you can, sure. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, when you approach the building again, you can just see, like, it's almost like the bricks were kind of, like, ripped out. Oh, wow. Okay. And... I guess make an investigation check. Um, investigation... 11. Alright, so you're not much of an investigator, but you can kind of see some of the indents look like a person hit them, and some of them look like punches. Wow, okay. The bullet casings and, like, the bullet holes in the wall all kind of follow the path of, like, the dents and the punches. Okay, so it, so basically what I'm gathering is that there was, like, a fight and it sort of, like, moved in a... In a direction. And it's around that time that the rest of you guys arrive. Okay, I will park the van and jump out. And I assume I see Myra right away. Yeah, yeah, this is not, like, hidden. You see the remnants, the smoke from the fire, but there's also some streetlights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then do I also notice the wall and stuff? They were just... Making an investigation check, though? Oh, nat 20! Thirteen. Alright, you all pretty much sussed out the same thing that, that Myra was able to. You know, gunfight, punching, moving fight. Mm-hmm. But there's no blood and there's no bodies. Oh my god, what happened here? I guess nobody died. What, what kind of, what part of town, like is this a, 
Well, it said there's, like, mob activity in the town, but, like, is the town itself, like, a really crappy area of town, or is it there just so happens to be mob activity? Uh, the north end is, like, definitely the rougher part of town. It's where a lot of, like, there's, like, more abandoned buildings there than anywhere else. So maybe one could assume, like, a drug deal gone bad, or... Yeah, it's, that's not impossible for this area. Okay, can we tell, like, if this fight, like, where it seemed to have moved? There's no real evidence, like, you can tell from where you're at, it kind of moved down the block a bit. Okay, I'm gonna say, I think we should check, you know, the entire block and make sure there's no one who's hurt. Alright. As you walk down, you hear a uh, rustling down one of the alleyways. Okay, can I make your perception check to see if I can tell what's going on? Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a guy kind of, like, clawing at a chain-link fence trying to, like, kind of climb it, but he's, like, failing at it. I'm going to yell for Yarnak and Myra and be, uh, and be like, I think there's someone either trying to get away from someone or, like, to somewhere over here. should probably investigate. Okay, uh, well, I'll run over there. Yeah, I guess I will run down the alley. So they're only, like, 20 feet from you, and the, the alley itself is not well lit, though. Okay. Okay. Gonna holler out to them, like, uh, are you okay? What's going on? And all of a sudden, you just hear them yell, back the fuck up, man! Whoa! <laughs> a very unintimidating voice. Language, dude! <laughs> uh, but you can act, like, from the little bit you can see, there's a gleam, like, he definitely just pulled a knife. Ooh, let's fight. We're just trying to make sure you're okay, dude. We're not not trying to hurt you. Uh, and the guy's kind of clutching his side. Ooh. Do you need to go to a hospital? No, I'm going to offer to heal him and see what information he can give me. All right, so what do you say? And do you approach him, or what do you do? No, I'm still where I am, but Yardak wouldn't say dude. I was going to yell out dude. We'd be like, uh, hey man, it looks like you have, like, an injury. Uh, like, I can heal that. Like, uh, are you okay? Like, I can take care of that for you. I said back off, man. I mean, if you want to be in pain, you can be in pain, but I'm offering you an easy solution. He actually takes off running down the alley, away from you guys. Ooh, can I use my new ice powers and trip him? Make him slip? You can try, you're gonna have to make a, a check for that. Okay. Never mind. That was, uh, on that one. Okay, so, you throw the ice, but it actually, like, hits him. <laughs> like, kind of just, like, hits him in the side harder. Yeah. And so he just he just keeps running, and he goes around the corner. I told him he should have stopped. Is anything else happening in this alley? No, no. As far as you can see, it's all all otherwise quiet. Okay, I think let's all head back to the bar and and regroup. Not every lead is going to be a good one, I suppose. But we should definitely tell Union that like we saw something weird, and we we that we investigated all by ourselves. I'm sure, they'll be so proud of you. Uh, finding a fire and putting it out. That's right. Saving the earth one step at a time. Look! A dude tried to knife me! Just saying, sense of scale, Ruby. Like, things that your union cares about versus things like the local police care about. Priorities. How often are there zombie apocalypses? I mean, come on. The fact that there were gunshots and no law enforcement came out are weird, and they should probably know about that. So you head back to the bar, or what are you heading home? What's up? Let's head back to the bar. Uh, you get back to the bar. Uh, do you still have your costumes on? No. <laughs> no. So you get back to the bar. Bethany is no longer there. Okay. 
slowed down a little bit since you got there. Uh, into, and also those two guys have definitely left. Uh, is the owner still there, I'm guess- assuming? Yeah, yeah, Jack's still there. He's just kind of cleaning the bar off. And you're like, hey, uh, did, how long ago did Bethany head out? Oh, she had a, she headed out like 20 minutes ago. I watched her go across the way, though. She, she stumbled, she stumbled a little bit, but she got home okay. Okay, and then I guess I'll go home and check on her. Alright, what about the other two? Looks like we are really not meant to have it a get together. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've got some whiskey back at my place if you want to hang out there. Ruby is just desperate to drink. But I mean, I'm not opposed. <laughs> uh, so go over to Ruby's house. Alright, you get back there. Bethany's asleep in her room, and the hard drive, She, she the, the computer is all put back together now, though. Okay. I am going to softly knock on Bethany's door and ask her if she needs any water or anything. Mm, yes, water, good. Mm. Okay, I'm going to bring some water, and I'd be like, oh, by the way, Yardak and Myra are here. Um, we'll keep it down, though. Cool, cool, don't like, blow up anything. No more fires. I... There's been a lot of fires in my life today. <laughs> no more fires. Agreed. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter FIRE. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys drink and enjoy the night, I assume, and kind of wind down? Yeah. Is Yardak crashing there? Is Myra crashing there? Does anybody go home? Or They can if they want. Yeah. Yeah. So, wait, everyone sleeping over? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I assume we've got a couple couches they can sleep on. Yeah, yeah, there's uh there's two couches. Uh everyone enjoys the night and eventually winds down and falls asleep. Ruby, you are woken at around four in the morning by a sound. What what's the sound? It just sounds like something like moved, like a like like right outside the window. Ooh. I go look outside the window real quick. And when you look out, uh you know the wind's rustling and it's pretty cold out, but you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Can I do a perception check? Yeah. Fifteen. No, just seems like a quiet night. I would say Jack's bar is definitely closed. You know, it's eerily quiet, of course, as it is if you ever go outside of any regular neighborhood at, like, four in the morning. Rachel has an idea of what that noise could be. Can I ask whether Ruby thinks it sounds like this as well? Sure, you can ask anything. I'm just, I'm just not guaranteed to answer you. <laughs> does, does Ruby think it sounds like Brigand moving? Oh, I did not think of that. I guess that I guess Ruby could think that, but um She'd be wrong. <laughs> well it's just Okay. I'm interested to hear why you think that actually more than anything. He like made those noises when like his like leg was moving. Oh no, I was trying to make like a like a like a window opening sound, not like an uh, electronic or like a door opening kind of deal, like just like something Okay, and then I am going to check around my apartment real quick. Check all the rooms. Make sure everything's, you know, everyone and everything's where it should be. And as you turn around, the light to your bedroom turns on. And there is a man who has kind of a uh, pair of goggles on and like a yellow bandana and just like some rather normal street clothes. What do you do? You know what? I know what Ruby's reaction to like some stranger in her room is. Put him in a box. With air holes. I'm just, like, I'm just gonna put them in a box real quick, you know, as a rea- like, quick reaction. Make a roll. Crater for 15. So you go to start making the box, but this person actually does, like, a tuck and roll, 
uh, like, tumbles across the room, comes back to standing, and, like, puts his hand across your mouth. And, well, he did it so fast that, like, you're actually- the box actually didn't fully phase into existence. No! That's the worst. Rude. Ruby, I need you to trust me. I'm gonna move my hand, and I need you to not scream. That makes me want to scream. Give him a nod. And he, uh, he lets go completely and backs away a couple feet. How do you know my name? And you can actually see that this guy is, like, fully bleeding from his side. Ooh. Now that the lights are on. Oh, now he wants help. Are you going to try to knife me earlier? No. And I go, how do you know my name? And he goes, and he reaches up, and he pulls off the goggles and bandana, and it's Austin. <gasps> yes. Because I know all of my regulars. I, Austin, what the hell? 